So hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today we have lovely guest medium, Amanda Deshong on the line. Am I saying that right? That is correct. Awesome. Good. So she's going to be talking today about crystals and how they can enhance our life in many different ways. Um, she will also be doing a couple mini readings for those who have raised their hand in the chat room. There's, there's no uh, favoritism done here because I usually don't know who's on anyways. Um, so anyways, um, we'll get to that in just a bit on with the show. All right. So today I have um, Amanda Deshong on the line. And when did we meet Amanda? Um, I do believe it was two years ago um, there at the Lilligdale property. Um, That's what I thought too. I thought it was two years ago. And it was like, oh, I know you. I just know you. Like, like for me, you might think oh, this is kind of freaky, but for me, it was like, I know your face. I've known your face for a long time. But as soon as I saw it, it's like, oh, I know you. Like, like sister. Yes. <laughs> so Absolutely. yeah, great. Yeah, I'm glad that you're you're coming online. This is awesome. Well, um, from St. Clairsville, Ohio. Can you tell me where that is? Um, it is about six miles from Wheeling, West Virginia. And oh, it's right um, close to the Ohio River. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So, um, gotcha. And I, I grew up in this area. I've, you know, it's funny because I'm not far from where I grew up either. I've lived in seven different states, um, but, um, but I have moved back a couple different times. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, family has drawn me back. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Those darn people, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so she's from St. Clairsville, Ohio, and you knew things at a young age that others or that you couldn't explain, which I still realized that. Um, and then you realize later that it's a connection with spirit all along. And it's funny because how you can think back now that you're learned, you know, you've studied this, you can then put the pieces, oh, this is what was happening. This is what was happening, you know. Oh, what scared the crap out of you long ago? Now you, okay, I have an answer for that now, you know, which is kind of a neat, neat thing. So Amanda's life path led her to postgraduate degree in health and safety engineering. And it, now, I have to speak upon that. Okay. <laughs> because engineers are usually so stinking analytical. <laughs> and this is so not that. It. So honestly, this tells me like you got the left brain going and the right brain going and, and wow, that, that's unusual. It just is. It's unusual. It is. Yeah, it is unusual. So after many years in that line of work, Amanda was compelled to explore the spirit side of life. And I'm so glad that you did. Yes. So you have trained with several well-known mediums and has studied with Linda Schiller-Henna, John Holland, Tony Stockwell, Colette Baron-Reed, and became a certified medium with Lisa Williams through the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development. She has also attended seminars in Lilydale and is also teaching there. Okay. And that's a very historical uh, spiritualist community, which is lovely. Um, she has been a visiting meeting at in medium at Inspiration Stump and Forest Temple. She's also an ordained non-denominational minister and inspirational speaker and a life coach. Amanda is a monthly guest on radio with WWVA Wheeling, West Virginia. Amanda is also a Reiki master and certified crystal healing practitioner. Um, so anyways, let's get on with the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Louis. So... We're talking today about crystals and how to use them in the different aspects of your life. How did you, like, 
you know, because of your transition from an engineer to a medium full time, like where did crystals come in there and how did you get involved with them in the first place? Well, it actually goes back many, many years in my life. Um, at three doors up where I was growing up, um, a gentleman um, passed into spirit and he was a lapidarist. So he actually collected rocks and had a tremendous amount of them. And the family had a yard sale. Um, and I just felt compelled to go and take a look around. Well, lo and behold, I, I came back and told my dad, I was only 12 at the time. And I said, I need the truck. You need to come with me. I just bought some- I need the truck. <laughs> So he, he was pretty worried when I used the word truck. <laughs> um, but I actually um, took uh, and purchased some of the cases and things that he had labeled and with the crystals and the stones in it from all over the country. And, um, and I was just amazed at um, everything that he had. I mean, he had desert roses and turquoise and amethyst and you name it was all through these drawers of this big cabinet and there was boxes full of crystals. And um, so, and I have many of those pieces still to this day um, in my room where I do my readings and my healings. Um, so the connection with me started then um, and I've always been connected with nature and seeing how things grow and, and that includes the, the crystals um, because I believe they are um, a living entity and as such of energy, which we all are. Um, and I, I think that came into play. Um, also, again, it came in when I took my BS degree. I actually had to take some other courses and I was led to take geology, mineralogy, and, and gemology. So I studied once again, all those crystals that I had fell in love with at 12 mm -hmm. years old. And then I understood the structure um, and how really that higher consciousness um, or that God force energy, whatever anybody wants to call that, how it was developed, how then those crystals became um, really connected with us because we are crystalline structures. And when you look at our DNA and, and everything that's within our body, it's contained in a crystal format. Yeah. So interesting. It all kind of began to fit together in my biology chemistry degree. Um, and I took those sciences that then kind of folded into that. And I've carried it um, with me. Uh, I didn't start doing the crystal healing work um, until I was led about 22 years later. Uh, wow. But it kind of all kept me in the feeling. I always felt something with the energy of working with the crystals and holding them and seeing them. So I always had them around my house, um, in my business office um, as an engineer. Um, and they were quite the conversation piece and, and have always been. Um, I've been the director of um, facilities and things throughout the country and hospitals. And I've always had them in my office and, and people are always drawn to touch them and pick them up and talk about them. Um, and then I tell them why. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's, so, you know, That's very I, neat. I think That's everyone neat. feels it. You know, I feel compelled to share this with you. Back when I was first doing readings professionally, 
um, I was doing a psychic fair and I saw my client um, as some kind of gypsy or whatever. Um, and she had rocks, different kinds of rocks. And I saw her in my mind's eye um, flattening out the surface of the dirt because she was sitting on the ground across from her client or whatever. And she drew a circle in the dirt, large circle. And then she divided the circle in three across, not pie shaped, but across. And she threw the rocks into the circle. And where they landed, what I got impressed was, was that the sections in the circle were past, present, and future, right? And each of the rocks had a specific meaning pertaining to the client, of course. But I, it reminded me of that, you know, as this little girl, you've got all these rocks. Um, <laughs> You know, you don't know what they are. You don't know how they're going to affect your life. You just did what you knew that you needed to do. Absolutely. Yeah, you needed to have these rocks. Right. Yes. Rocks are very cool. Yes, they are. All right. So I do have a couple people online. Um, for those of you who are online, if you would like to um, have Amanda answer a question for you, please um, tune in. Okay. All right, um, tune in and raise your hand. You're gonna have to raise your hand so that I know that you're there. I do see Colleen there, but she doesn't have her hand raised. So if you don't want a reading, then that's fine. But if you would like a reading, then you're gonna need to raise your hand. Ta-da. So um, Colleen thinks that this is fascinating. She never thought of rocks this way. So that's very cool. All right, now, um, so you explained about, so, let me ask you this. I don't know if this is helpful to everybody, but I'm sure it is. Can you physically feel, you or anybody, physically feel a different vibratory rate or a different energy with the different rocks? Absolutely. And that's also, you know, because, again, we're in motion. We are not a solid matter. Um, we are constantly moving. We're a vibration as well. Right. So that's how we can feel that. But a lot of people think, oh, it's just a rock. It's, I can pick it up and I really don't feel anything. And, right. But if you actually take and put those rocks into um, a gel substance, like your battery in your car, for example, oh. you stick electrodes in there, you can actually watch the frequency of that meter that you're watching change. You right. can it vibrate so we may not be able to feel it with our conscious state um, it becomes more developed I want to say with meditation and working with the stones mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people just can't seem to understand that vibration but you know it, computers and our cell phones and our cars um, everything really run by crystalline form, including PET scans and CAT scans and MRIs and right. all the devices and, and even um, laser equipment in healthcare. And all these pieces of equipment are run in some way with the form of crystals. Um, and so you know then there is a vibration and they can hold a vibration. Um, you can combine their vibration when you put them together. Um, so there, there's been scientific understanding of the actual use of crystals in our culture 
um, far before we even started really using the crystal healing as a way of helping people. Um, you know, we look back and they knew about computers and using crystals, you know, 60, 70 years ago. Um, and we have really just kind of wrapped our, um, our hands around this and our hearts around different alternative healing and medicine. Um, really within the past, I want to say two, three decades, it has not been that far back. In other cultures, it's been used for thousands of years. You know, segueing into that, you are a Reiki master, as am I. And I use crystals in my Reiki healing. Absolutely. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which ones do you use, if you don't mind me asking? No, absolutely. Um, I always use rose quartz mm-hmm. uh, because that brings in that heart chakra and it's an unconditional love. And right. first off, that stone really has always said to me, unconditional love for yourself. And if we learn that, then we learn how we give that to other people. But until we truly know that in ourselves, we can't do that. You know, and that's been an old adage for for millennium of people saying always, you know, you have to learn to learn, love yourself before you can do that for others. And, um, but it is true in the sense of healing yourself and understanding what you need to have as a part of you in order to give to others. So I always use that. I certainly use um, always the the amethyst um, because that's your third eye and understanding that how your intuition, your spirit energy connects with that that higher consciousness as well as smoky quartz. And then I add other ones according to what I feel that individual needs while I'm doing the healing. Um, But I always use those kind of as connecting ways for the four directions of understanding the physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual bodies of the person. Right. That's interesting. Do you either sell the crystals or do you have a resource list on your website? I actually sell a great deal of them. I don't have them on my website. I have them at my business location. Um, But often people will um, do a healing with me that's even distance. Um, this, the wonderful thing about this energy, as we know, energy can't be confined. Um, our spirit energy, once it leaves this body, um, certainly we know is free. Um, and the energy work that I do with people, I often also um, send them crystals as part of that healing process. Oh, nice. You know, it's interesting that you do that because I do that as well. Yeah. Um, I inherited a bunch of stones from a spiritualist church that I belong to that closed. Um, the minister passed away, and so all the ministers that were underneath her um, kind of dispersed everything. So I have a lot of stuff. Um, so, so I do, you know, if I find that whether it's a, a healing client or a reading client or whatever, I, you know, if it's necessary, oh, here, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do with 25 pieces of agate, you know? So, yeah, so I love that you you do that. I absolutely love that you do that. So, just a minute. That was the first stone she had purchased for her daughter. This is Colleen. She says she let it, let her pick it out. Probably the rose quartz, I'm imagining, that she was talking about. Colleen, will you raise your hand, girlfriend, so we can talk to you firsthand? That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't hook you up. Oh, there she goes. Yes. It was rose quartz. Yes. There she goes. Okay, so just a minute. Colleen's being promoted to a panelist. I'll just need to unmute her when she comes on. Hi, Colleen. Hi. 
Hi. Hi. Thanks for raising your hand. Yay. <laughs> I've been watching quietly. <laughs> I know. I see you watching quietly. Yeah, we don't have, you're the only one so far in the room. So that, let's get this girl on. So what was it, what stone was it that you gave to your daughter? The rose quartz. Wonderful. Was the well, first one. I'm sorry, go ahead. How does she use it? Um, I made a, I crocheted a little baggie for her to wear it, and um, she hangs it on her bed now. Cool. Wonderful. Very cool. Very cool. Will that attract angels, Amanda? Um, it actually attracts that pure energy of, I believe, of your soul. You know, we say that it's the part of the heart chakra, but I believe that it's the essence of our soul, that part of our heart that is eternal, that really rose quartz connects us with. So I believe it connects us with all our lives um, and it helps us heal even in those past lives. I believe that we come forward with things that sometimes we're learning yet again in this life mm -hmm. and we can really help us heal in a more, it's a very gentle stone, a very soothing stone. And so keeping it by her bedside um, has also probably helped her in that relaxed state of sleep. Um, and, and a lot of times I tell people, you know, uh, forgiving yourself and healing yourself in a sense, um, you can do a lot of it through your dreams. You can do a lot of it in your night. Um, I don't believe we're ever subconscious as in not conscious. I believe that we're all in a state of um, knowing at every moment of our existence. Mm -hmm. So Colleen, what um, are you attracted to the stones as well? Is that why you gave your daughter the rose quartz? Um, not, not as much, but um, she was having some, uh, I, I'm more of a light worker mm -hmm. and um, I, I get everybody else's energy and uh, both my kids have that. And when you're a teenager and going through that, um, it's just a lot of stuff to take in. So <laughs> I was looking for something that would kind of, um, I don't know, that could ground her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, my grounding is usually with uh, either water or earth. So, you know, floating or, or being in like salt water helps me oh. or working with plants. Right. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, honey, thank you for sharing with us how you helped your daughter in this way. Did she, has she seen a difference? Um, yeah, she hasn't complained about it as much. <laughs> very good. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Heat, sweetie, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Let me see. Let me make sure I can get you back into uh, viewer mode. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yes, I was right in the first place. Okay. So thank you so much, Colleen. And we appreciate you coming on. So tell me a minute. Let's move a little bit forward. Um, so can you explain how the crystal energy works in the first place? Like how, how do you tap into this or use it? Um, well, I have um, my degree. I studied under um, a school in England, and what I really did is looked at the whole body as, um, you know, your organs and your systems in the body and, and how these function um, actually vibrate. They vibrate to a certain hertz. So basically, like we see mm -hmm. with 
a vibration. We hear with a vibration. Our whole body attunes with vibration. Okay. So when we're healing things or looking at assisting our energy, whether again, emotional, psychological, physical, or spiritual. So I look at those four directions, like a, like kind of a map. You got your north, south, east, west. If you're unbalanced in one of those directions, then you're not going to be able to travel through life and get to your destination. So we have to balance the body. And I believe that's where the crystals come in. You know, we can add in things like meditation or we can add in um, essential oils or herbs or, you know, our minerals, those type of things all have a vibration. So we're really talking about looking at the vibration that your body needs and how you can bring things into balance by using the crystals. And the crystals have been studied so that it's understood what they <laughs> assist in um, with the body. Um, as far as some things may assist with the kidneys, for example, I had a kidney stone. Um, and you know, most people say, oh, the kidney stones like the size of a, a grain of sand. Um, I was passing in and out of, mm -hmm. uh, pain um, years ago. It was back in uh, 03. And um, so they, I went to the hospital and they took an x-ray and here it was still in my kidney itself. And um, it was almost the size of my molar tooth. So it was not a grain of sand. No, it was not. So they had to get that out into the duct in order to the lithotripsy it, which breaks it apart. Right. Um, so I, right away, I'm studying my crystals and I thought, um, that I have to get Jade on my body. Um, so my partner, Joan ran home. I told her exactly where the, the Jade was and I taped it, um, with medical tape <laughs> to my body, um, where over top of my kidney so that it would absorb that vibration. Um, it was a very short time. It wound up in the, the duct and then lithotripsied it. And I kept that jade with me. And when I went back to the doctors after I uh, actually collected the sample, the sample for them to determine what it caused it, um, the sample um, were sizes of a small thorn off of a rose bush. Um, and they were jagged like that. But I yeah. had no problems um, leaving them out of the body. I had no wow. blood or bacteria. Um, and that usually happens automatically. If people right. out there, they know, you know, cutting the body, of course, it's going to have that reaction. Um, and the doctors were amazed. I did not tell them at that time. <laughs> I think they would have blown a gasket, but, um, but I, I really, I think that was, spirit's way of letting me know that the power of the crystals and what I was learning, um, was going to change my life. And it certainly That's awesome. I love, you know, you have, you have these theories, you know, everything's great in theory, but when you're able to put it into practice, such as you did, that's, that's tremendous. Absolutely, Absolutely. tremendous. Yes. It's so much more powerful when you can say, this is what happened. Right? Yes. Was it coincidence? Yeah, maybe or maybe not because you had obviously you had this kidney stone for quite a while, right? right. That big, you obviously did, and it wasn't until after you added that jade that it started breaking apart, or that you were able to pass it or whatever. So, right, I definitely feel like 
Yeah, it, it got it into the, the duck and then the lithotripsied, but it also, I believe, helped the healing process um, the whole way through so that I didn't impact my bladder and, and my duck and everything with that. The exactly. Kidney stones. So, but I've helped yeah. many people with that. I've helped people um, with emotional situations in their life mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and children as well as adults. Um, have parents have brought children to me that they just want to help them balance things in their life and it's amazing the differences so like Colleen said she bought that rose quartz for her daughter I think we're all if we listen to our intuition right. we all pay attention to what we're led to and sometimes it's you know strange people say well I, I just take a walk sometimes you know out in the woods and I just sometimes I find stone rocks they don't right. really i don't think they're crystals or anything but i pick them up and um and i tell them well they're speaking to you um they're <laughs> to be yeah. with you for a period of time yeah i get it i get it yes okay so we have another person raising their hand yay so this is dawn i'm gonna promote you to panelist dawn oh you're you're sideways I need to turn you around. Let me unmute you. There she goes. Hi, Dawn. Hello. Hi, Hi. You have to speak up a little bit, okay? Okay. You have a question for Amanda? Well, I was uh, at a show and I picked up an amethyst crystal and I don't know why. Well, Dawn, it connects with your third eye. So it connects with your intuition, your spirit side of your life, and how you connect with others and that spirit side, that higher consciousness. So it can help you meditate. It can help you bring a calmness to your energy. Um, there may have been um, things going on in your life that were a bit um, confusing or chaotic. Um, and whether emotional, psychological, or spiritual, or physical at that time. And that could also help bring uh, more clarity to why those things were happening in your life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Very cool. Do you have any other questions? No, uh, that was about it. Thank you. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate you coming on and listening to the show. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. All right. Okay, so um, give us an example of, we had just talked about the amethyst, okay? We talked about the rose quartz. Mm -hmm. You had said uh, desert rose. Yes. Which I love. Can you explain to us like what it looks like and uh, what it's good for? Absolutely. So a lot of times you'll see them in twins. They literally find each other in the desert and they'll come together. So the alabaster that actually forms them with the sand is an amazing process. They are actually very thin, flat pieces of crystal that then get blown together and literally form together, but they're slicing through each other, but it looks like they're one piece. When you look at them, you can't see that they were once separate. So I really think that, you know, they teach us things when it comes to being in a community um, of, you know, a spiritual community or our uh, 
our community as a whole in our world, we really need to look at how we can become one with others without affecting who they are. And I believe that crystal really helps us look at the whole, but yet see that we're still individuals. Mm-hmm. I and love that you added that piece because I love, love, love the desert road. That's one of my favorites um, just because it's so funky. Yeah. They look like puff balls to me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when we went to, we were in, I think we were in Arizona uh, at the time. And we went to this uh, little city called Apache Junction. And they had a bunch of, they had a lapidary there. It was like, oh my God, I've never seen as many rocks and stones and everything in my life. And they had this desert rose that was as big as my head. Wow. It was huge. I've never seen something like that. You know, they look like puffballs all stuck together. And I just, I just think it's so cool. And like you said, that it helps us join together and come together as a community. And, you know, I'm all about the tribe. I'm all about the tribe. Like we, we, we always uh, work better and prosper better if we're all working together. And so that's why I love that stone so much. That's why I asked you. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. It was because that to me is the most important of that stone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. What else you got? What about, um, what about a, oh my God, I'm seeing this green stone in my head and I can't think of what it is. Malachite? Yes, thank you. I uh, usually have a big chunk of it laying right in front of me. <laughs> um, I don't see it at the moment. Um, but I usually have a big piece here. <laughs> um, malachite is wonderful for your heart. Mm -hmm. um, it helps with any kind of heart issues, um, but it also is that part of, um, you know, works with very close hand in hand with that rose quartz. And, mm -hmm. But if anybody has ever seen malachite, it comes in so many different shapes. And, right. um, but the, the green is intense. Um, it's a beautiful emerald green color um, that it comes from the Congo. Um, and uh, I've actually purchased some of mine from um, people that literally have the mines there in the Congo and wow. couldn't barely speak um, um, any English, but, but, um, but knew the power of and understood the power of the, the stones and um, the crystals that they've worked with in certain mm -hmm. cultures for years. Um, so it was wonderful receiving them firsthand, so to speak, you know, from the people that mined them. Um, and and that stone is has always been a part of me. I have a tremendous amount of jewelry, um, rings and necklaces with that, that stone as well. Mm -hmm. Around, mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to wonder where it is here on my desk because it's always sitting <laughs> here right by me. Of course, of course. <laughs> what about, um, I love the combination of uh, fluorite and selenite. I use them a lot of times um, together. Yes. Okay. Can you explain a little bit about one or the other or both? Well, fluorite um, is, uh, again, if it's purple, it can be used for your third eye. Um, I have helped a lot of people with um, back pain and back issues um, and arthritis with 
um, both of those actually, the selenite and, um, but also rhodonite, which is a beautiful pink stone. Um, those really help people with arthritis. And what it does is really helps the blood flow to that area. As we know, you know, arthritis is a buildup of crystalline in the body needs removed. Um, and, and I've helped a lot of people literally be able to use their hands again, function. I said, I'm saying that wrong. I'm saying I have been, but of course it's the crystals that have done sure. their energy work. Um, I'm just the conduit as we are with mediumship. Right. <laughs> um, but the, the crystal energy that I have seen work on people that have really severe back injuries or, um, you know, they've not been able to use their hands because of the, the pressure and the, the joint pain. Um, those, those stones have miraculously even decreased the size of the, the joint areas and taking a lot of the inflammation. Wow. So it's a wonderful, wonderful stones. Those three I've definitely used on. Um, and I also use malachite against their heart when I do that because I'm helping the heart heal the rest of the body. Right, right. I wonder, have you ever heard of, you know how you put, oh, I went like this, I feel like I'm smoking pot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they put herbs and stuff like that in like a tincture or an oil or something uh -huh. i wonder if a rock or a crystal would infuse an oil or a cream or something like that too absolutely in fact there is many out there right now really people that are doing that um i have used um the crystals the thing is i always tell people understand um the in-depth use of crystals um, because A, a lot of them are extremely toxic. Like malachite, it's a beautiful stone, but it's a weathering product of copper. Our body is only supposed to have a small percentage, uh, like 0.04%, I believe, of, of our body is actually has any copper element. Um, and if you infuse some of that in water without it being a polished stone, it will then maybe send too much copper into your body. The same way with azurite which azurite and malachite, azurite is the beautiful blue uh, product of copper. Um, there's also beautiful colors of red and orange and yellow that look like the sunset that are arsenic. Oh, uh, right. So there's a lot of things that I use for healing that will impact that process of vibration, but you certainly would not want to, like selenite, you would not want to put that in water either. Right. It becomes very thin. You can't even see the slivers, but they can go under your skin. Mm -hmm. um, so to know what those crystals do in water or tinctures or um, even like uh, almond oil or anything like that, right. Um, you really need to know what those crystals are formed of and how they're going to react with. Um, and certainly I always tell people, um, you can infuse the water, for example, you can infuse water, just putting the crystals around that water. You don't literally have to put them within. That's good to know. So tell me about the class that you're teaching in Lilydale this summer. Absolutely. Um, it's August 16th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and it is called Rock Your World with Crystal Energy. I love that. So what I really want people to understand is we can use this in everyday life. 
So I'm going to teach people about how to use it in their homes, how to use crystal energy even to have a first aid kit. Um, there's things that you can have for headache, um, stomach problems, you know, um, all these uh, women PMS things. We can have all these things right at our hands um, in our cars. We can have them at home. We can have them in our office. Um, so I want people to understand how to use them at home, how to get their kids to even carry them, um, how we can use them in our work environment to change the energy where we work mm -hmm. um, and assist our energy. And we can, if you're a traveler, you know, and, and maybe even over the road truck driver, which I have worked with many, mm -hmm. uh, they carry them in their rig. So there's ways that we can have our crystals with us all the mm -hmm. time. And they come in different ways. Some people don't like them polished. Some people like them in the mass that they come out of the earth in. Um, uh, some people wear them as jewelry. Some people want them as earrings or necklaces or rings or bracelets. There's all kinds of ways that we can use that vibrational energy. And some people like to have them, you know, just throughout their house um, to look at, just to feel that energy. And right. lots of things we're going to talk about in the class on how you can help your energy work with the crystals and become more i want to say let them become a part of your family i love that i love that thank you so much so can you tell the listeners or the viewers or whatever um how to get in touch with you absolutely you can go to my website and that's www.amandadeshong that's a-m-a-n-d-a D E S H O N G dot com. And you can also see me on Facebook, Amanda Deshong Medium. And you can, yeah, you can reach me either of those ways, and um, I would be delighted to talk with you. That's awesome. Well, I wish you well, and gosh, thank you so much for being on. It's my gosh, you're such a wealth of information. It's like making my head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. So, it's so much easier just talking to dead people, believe me. <laughs> just got to talk. So thank you. Thank you again. And um, thanks for tuning in, everybody.